Hello, everyone. This is Sarah and Abby with Sarah and Abby's Vegan Adventures. This week's episode two, does your dog think you're boring? Yeah, so let's just get right into it. Does your dog think you're boring? What do we What do we mean by that? Maybe it's something that's never crossed your mind before. It certainly hadn't really crossed mine. We're in a quarantine right now. And there have been a lot of posts circulating, memes, I should say, circulating about dogs in quarantine. Um, that I think really apply to the theme that we're going to be talking about, which is, you know, enrichment for our dogs and cats. Do you want to pull up some of those memes? Yeah, so this guy, day eight at home, and the dog is looking at me like, see, this is why I chew the furniture. (laughs) Until now, I never understood why you got so excited when somebody walked past the house. And it's like, for those of you who aren't on the YouTube, it's, Um, the guy and his dog on a couch and they're looking out the window yeah so (laughs) these are obviously trying to be funny and they have a lot of likes and shares but Mm -hmm. so the first one um, my dog is looking at me like see this is why I chew furniture so that's pretty much implying like why do dogs chew furniture because they're chewing is obviously a natural behavior which we'll get into later but if they're not being enriched, out that enrichment in, you know, chewing your furniture. In so their environment that they're given. Yeah. So basically this is saying that you're so bored that you're chewing furniture like a dog. And that's what the dog's daily life is because they chew furniture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like you're making – light of it you're like oh now I get it but like okay what are you gonna do now to change that situation yeah and um the second meme until now I never understood why you got so excited when someone walked past the house again it's um trying to make light of the situation um if your dog is constantly staring out the window barking in a frenzy when people or other animals walk by that's negative that requires training and most likely is te- should be telling you that your dog is lacking something in their lives. You know, what we'll, what we'll discuss later when we talk about enrichment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, seriously, like, he's not funny. Um, and we're not being those like meme police. Like we don't, we, we actually hate those people. Like we aren't yeah. those people. Like, I see why someone, like, they're obviously, like, making a joke, but it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of layers to these that need to be addressed, and, you know, it's not normal, it's not good, it's not funny if your dog is chewing up furniture, and if your dog is barking at every single thing that walks by. Well, and another thing is, a lot of people will respond and say, oh, well, they're upset with me, or they're trying to get my attention. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so dogs, a lot of people like to say they're being spiteful when they do something like that. Like when they leave the dog home alone and then they come back to something, dude, oh, he's mad at me that I went to work. No, that's not how it works. So dogs are very smart, but they don't operate like that. There's fundamental differences (laughs) in how our brains work. I mean, yes, they don't do things out of spite, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So they're chewing 
your furniture because they're bored, most likely, and maybe because there is some um, separation anxiety. But with separation anxiety, you'll see dogs chewing um, entryways. So with mm. true separation anxiety, your dog will be chewing up the door frame, the windows, most likely, trying to escape. With dogs chewing up the couch or the furniture, that's boredom. So my dog isn't, you know, like trying to get my attention or give me an attitude when they're chewing my favorite pair of shoes? No, absolutely not. <laughs> they're Maybe they're a puppy, and if you're – young dog is doing that when you're not home, then they're obviously not ready to be left out of a crate or another puppy proofed area or dog proofed area, depending. Um, and you have to look at how much enrichment and how much chewing opportunities you're really giving them. Why are they doing this? You know? Quarantine has turned us all into dogs. We roam the house all day looking for food. We are told no if we get too close to strangers and we get really excited about car rides. no um yeah i mean this one doesn't grind my gears as much as the other one yeah yeah um Eh. i I don't like i don't like the we are told no if we get too close to strangers because it's like yeah and it's (laughs) and it's also implying like we get really excited about car rides yes yes Okay. Yeah, because that's the only thing that they. Yeah, get like to do. why? Are you, by saying that, yeah, like going in the car is the most exciting thing ever. Which for dogs it is, which is great. They're really easy to entertain like that. But mm-hmm. that should that should you know be happening often with other forms of enrichment. So that's not the most exciting part of your life. Well, and, and yeah, and I hope people remember these feelings that they're feeling when quarantine ends. And, you know, when they come home at five o'clock, they try to remember that their dog has been alone all day. And, you know, obviously people work, but, you know, take that time after work now. And instead of getting frustrated when your dog is whining or, you know, barking or chewing on something, you know, spend some time with your dog. Like you, you got a dog because you wanted a companion. Mm-hmm. So don't and think of it as a chore. Think of it as that's your bonding time. Exactly. And um, you said when you, you know, when you come home from work all day, I think it's also important to point out um, an eight to 10 hour workday alone is really, really long for anybody especially a dog. Mm-hmm. So it's important to think about um, breaking up the day for them. So if you can come home for your lunch break, do that. Um, hire a dog walker. There's great dog walking services that offer, you know, 20, 30 minute visits to let your dog play in the backyard or go for a quick walk. Um, doggy daycares, obviously, definitely research a daycare mm-hmm. before you send them there. But some daycares are really great. Um, some companies o- offer hiking. Yeah, if you want us, if you want us to sponsor you, then shoot us a message. We will work out some kind of paid um, advertising <laughs> to shoot your name out in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. 
Um, but yeah, I think, you know, because think about it. Well, the norm has become get a dog. Mm-hmm. When it's a puppy, I got to come home on my lunch break once. Yep. When it grows up, um, it's fine to go all day. Yeah. And I mean, just because they can, I say this a lot when it comes to dogs, just because they can doesn't mean they should. So, yeah, I like just that. Because they can go all day just because they can be in a crate without having an accident doesn't mean that they should be doing that. And, you know, four to five hours, even if they're not in a crate, they need a potty break. They do. So a standard work day, you're going to need to be coming. You're going to need a dog walker. You're going to need to come home, something to, to break up their day. Yeah, and I think it's. I think people get stuck on the the bathroom because, you know, they say, oh, well, at night, you know, they they go all night without going. It's not really about, you know, the going to the bathroom because, yeah, they, pro- they might not have to go to the bathroom. Or, yeah, they can hold it. But do you want to hold, like, you know, yeah. everybody, <laughs> you know the feeling you get when you have to pee. Like, that, nobody likes that feeling. Yeah, and everything slows down at night. <laughs> You know, yes. like mm-hmm. you don't, you're not up and moving around. You're not drinking, you're not eating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're not going to have to go to the bathroom at night. And that's same for our dogs. But, and I, another thing is like, okay, even if they, let's pretend that they had steel bladders. Yeah. It, you can't leave a dog because it's like cats too. And, and people, you know, we can, we'll get into this a little bit later too. People will leave cats like for weekends alone, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Oh, I left food." I I don't. I think that's. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> Personally, um, no, because again, it's I, like yeah, they have the litter box. They're not gonna pee themselves, but you need to be providing that stimulation, that enrichment. In the wild, they wouldn't be living in four walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm they would have the world to look at. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, even if the dog can go eight hours without feeling uncomfortable, um, you know, with regard to their bathroom needs, that's still an excruciatingly boring life. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we're in quarantine now. We still have the freedom, right? We're comparing ourselves. These memes are comparing ourselves to mm-hmm. dogs. We still have the ability to turn on the TV, watch Netflix, yep. talk to our friends, call our friends, FaceTime, go Literally for a walk. Go out. Yeah, go, go for a car ride. Go through the drive-thru. Our dogs do not have that ability. So these memes, like, their lives are even worse <laughs> than that. And, um, you know, coming home from a long work day and you're exhausted, that's the best part of your dog's day because you're finally home after eight hours. Yeah. Then what are you doing once you get home with them? You're exhausted. I get that. But think of your dog, you know? Yeah. And I was going to say, one, one, I had a friend recently say like, oh, I, you know, like, yeah, I want to take, I'll take a drive because I've been like itching to get out of the house, like change a change, change of scenery. And it's like, okay, imagine how your dog feels mm-hmm. every day. Yep. <laughs> Even Definitely. if you 
have a backyard, even if you have, um, you know, even if you play with him all day, let's say you play with him 20, you have little kids, they're always playing with him. You know, if you don't leave the house, (laughs) that's just like quarantine, right? Yeah, it is. And yeah, dogs, I like how you mentioned the backyard. Even if you have a beautiful fenced in backyard, dogs still have to get walked. They have to be enriched. You have to make it a point. It's, it's an extra thing you have to think about every single day. What can I do to enrich my dog's life? Um, and I think that needs to be talked about more because I feel like it's not really a norm in society. Like, I feel like people don't really know. They don't. That's because a well, thing. Yeah, they're, they're pets. And, um, you know, I'm reading a really interesting book it's called Canine Enrichment by Shay Kelly. Ooh. And it's really good. Ooh. So can talk Hit about us up. How- <laughs> can be a guest. How, um, I think he grew up in England somewhere. And back in the day, in like 50s and 60s, back in the day, dogs didn't have the behavioral problems that we see today. And he talks about how dogs were, it was a quiet neighborhood, and dogs would just run around all day. People would let Mm -hmm. their dogs out, and dogs would come home at night. And there were not these crazy behavioral issues that we see today. Um, I'm obviously not endorsing letting your dog roam around the neighborhood times are different definitely don't do that Um, yeah but I think it's saying something really that these behavioral problems the reactivity the defensive aggression um anxiety related behaviors that we today were not present even 20 years ago and it's and it, it seems like the more control and the more we restrict our dogs by putting them in a crate, by keeping them in the house, the more these behavioral problems happen. And by limiting the things that are so natural to their beings, they're having behavioral and mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of starting to understand why pets try to run out of the house when the front door opens. Um. Mm-hmm. That one made me cringe, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to be dramatic. <laughs> but yeah, I really didn't like that one either. That's the worst one. Um, that's an issue. And, like, people were commenting, like, too too good or, like, too true or, like, love this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your house shouldn't be a prison. And uh, Yeah. I feel like if we were to say that to somebody... Or people listening, they're going to be like, oh, like, it's just a joke. Or like. It's a joke, but what does it imply? I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah. my therapist told me once? She said, um, behind, oh, what did she say? She said, behind humor is like always some truth. Or was that yeah. from Grey's? I can't remember. Probably both. Yeah. <laughs> One and the same. <laughs> Literally. This is really just talking about the dog wants to escape the house because it's horrible in here. Oh, and cats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think dogs are more, I mean, I have to, I'm just saying this. I don't know any stats. <laughs> but <laughs> dogs are most, are more abused 
and cats are more neglected. Yeah, so um, this meme is, why are the annoying servants staying in my home all day now? You know, if you take a moment to interact with your cat, they they are very responsive to play, even older cats, very responsive to play, very responsive to, again, those natural behaviors that we're talking about. Yeah, and, and why are why is there such, like, a negative connotation surrounded by cats? Like, why are I cats grumpy? So why are they always mean? Well, um, you tell me because you're the one who hates cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got me there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that most cats, I'm just going to say it, most cats are neglected. And by neglected, I mean <laughs> not a single care in the world is given about their enrichment and yeah. mental state and happiness. I'm talking yeah. about indoor cats right now. Um, and outdoor cats because they still need bonding it's better, companionship. Yeah. It's better than an indoor cat. Dog. Yes. And what? No, I'm, we're going to get trolled for like, it's dangerous to let your cat outside and they're going to hunt other animals. But like, you know what? I agree with that. Here's what? the thing. I agree with that. I think if you live, obviously, in a, in a major city, if you live on a very busy road, I think it is irresponsible to let your cat out. Yeah, but, but you know what? You know, when I'm apartment hunting... Guess where I don't look for apartments. Mm-hmm. I will. N- I cannot sign an apartment that I cannot let the cat out. Mm-hmm. You know how many properties I looked at that would have been like really nice point. and cheap. That's a good point. There, and there are alternatives. People can leash train their cats, especially if you get them from a young age. Um, I didn't get my. Yeah, I didn't get Callie from a young age, and she walked very. She walked very well on a leash. You, but the thing is, you can't go. Like you have to go wherever they want. Like we went yeah. wherever she wants. Exactly. Like, so- you know, those are options for people that don't have the ability or maybe they are scared of letting their cat out. You can you can provide a safe outdoor environment um, and and just enriching your in your, your cat besides when they're being when they're outside. Um, I really love when I see people have those shelves in their house. You're obsessed with those. I freaking love them because they get all of that vertical space. Yeah, they I love jumping. Um, you can put them on the windows so they can like have their own little perch on the window and yep. look outside. So there's there's really a lot of options to let your cat. And you know what else I don't like? People um like don't buy cat trees and don't buy scratchers and stuff because they'll say like, oh my cat doesn't use that stuff. And it's like you have to entice your cat the first time. You, if you bring a product home, you have to show them what it is and you have to get them interested in using it. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to use it off the bat. You def- you have to, like, put catnip on it. You have to put treats on it. Like, but that doesn't mean that you can't, that you, you can't just not give them things because they don't use it right away. Like, you have to still yeah. provide those things. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Shay Kelly again. Love him. <laughs> talks about, you know, ways to enrich your animal's life. So one of those ways is through food. So do you have any of those pictures up? Yep. All, yep. Okay. So I personally um, don't feed my dog from a food bowl. So there's um, Dr. Oh, you Ian. You just sounded like such like <laughs> yeah. an asshole when you said that. 
person I'll wait. I don't feed my dog from a food ball. Like <laughs> Yeah. So anyway. Um Ditch the yeah. dish. Ditch the dish. Um take the food bowl pledge. And all of those things <laughs> basically there's you can enrich your animal's life in so many ways by using food. Interestingly enough, I'm not sure about in cats, but I'm sure it's similar. Um, in dogs, at least, the seeking is more rewarding than the actual consuming of the food. Well, and for humans, too. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know about that. There's but... been studies, like, with eating disorders and stuff, like, the seeking behavior. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We, won't, we won't get into yeah. that. That's another episode. So, um, it's actually more rewarding for your dog to be looking and using his nose and finding the food and working for it than it is to actually be eating it. Um, so Kongs are a really great way to do that. You can freeze some peanut butter, canned food, whatever. Those treat balls, they hit it with their nose, their, their food falls out. Um, I like to scatter feed my dog, so I'll just dump all of his food. Scatter feed. Yeah, I scatter feed. Um, and he has to, you know, use his nose to find each piece. Um, I also use his meals to, you know. Um, <laughs> what? Tune up, uh, sharpen up our disobedience. Because we could do a bunch of reps with his meals. Oh, my meals. God. All right. You and sound like a crazy rep. person, though. All right. Well, that's what I do. No, like you, like you use his food, like his meals to do training. So like he's not just being fat. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, because if I, we were to use treats all day long for the amount of stuff I do with him, he'd be. For um, the amount of stuff I do with him. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> high maintenance. Um, no, I really like. Yeah. And so. I think people note, like, if people start thinking about it, they'll start noticing. Just throw, if you got a lot of time on your hands. Um, Or with kids, you know what? I was babysitting once, and they had a dog, Mm -hmm. and the kids wanted to feed the dog treats. And I didn't want the dog to get fat, so I grabbed, like, a scoop full of his food. And I gave them to the kids. The kids were, like, um, two, two, yeah, two, and then, like, four. So they just threw... Like the little kebbles mm-hmm. on the floor so that he could pick it up. Yeah. No, I love doing that because then, you you know, you add a little bit of bounce factor. <laughs> and they're you're getting good. your kids involved because now they're entertained. Mm-hmm. We got bonding with the kids. Bonding. Now we're yeah. teaching, you know, we're not being aggressive with our food because my, I'm getting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Just like it, I don't see why anybody would not do it. Vince. I think most people are like. That's too much work. Yeah. But it does. And, and the simplest way, I don't know if you have the image up, um, the puzzle bowls. I can get it back. Yeah. Just those simple bowls that are in designs. You pour the food in it. And then mm-hmm. a little more interesting than a regular food bowl. Yeah. Something I did with that today, actually. I added some water to it with his food in it. And right, then I get it. You're the fucking dog mom of the year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever. But yeah, I froze it, and then it took him a while, probably a half hour. I get it. So, um, 
No, I mean, and like a lot of people say, like, I don't want that all over my floor. If your dog is like really into food, like Pharaoh, yeah, we, we probably wouldn't have done that with him because he wouldn't like eat it all. And then we have a mess. Mm-hmm. But Daisy, she she's a fiend. Mm-hmm. So she will find every single piece. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not going to leave a mess. Yeah. You have to figure out what works for your dog. And, you know, the and you know what? God forbid, if you have to vacuum, mm-hmm. get the vacuum out. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And remember, like with enrichment, it has to be about what's enriching to your dog. So, you know, some dogs don't like Kong. Some dogs don't like the treat balls. It might be too hard. So keep an eye on them to make sure that they're not getting frustrated. Um, and always start at a level that's easy. You're not going to want to use the puzzle bowl frozen on the first time you give it to them. Um Make things really easy so they're successful at it. And then gradually increase the difficulty. Set them up for success. Set them up for success. They get bored. I mean, they're just like, like, imagine, like, they eat the same thing every day from the same bowl in the same place. Like, even just move the bowl to the other side of the kitchen. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, too. Oh, thanks. (laughs) You're so smart. Natural behavior. So... Letting your dog or cat engage in, you know, behavior that's natural to their species. So for dogs, that's um, some of them are chewing, sniffing, chasing, chasing, um, barking. What would cat ones be? Barking. Don't forget barking. Oh, barking. Yes. Cat ones, scratching, hunting, running, Mm -hmm. scratching. Yeah. Scratching. So we have to make sure that we're letting our animals scratch. Scratching. (laughs) Scratching us. (laughs) Letting them do these natural behaviors in in a productive way, like chewing, for example, right? That's a pretty common, quote, behavioral problem. We just have to show our dogs where it's appropriate to chew. What's appropriate for a dog to chew? Um, bones, raw bones are really good. Toys, Toys um, wood outside. Yeah, you know, um, sticks. Mm-hmm. They don't distinguish between as much as we want to think they do. They don't distinguish between a shoe and their bone. They yeah. they just don't. They have to learn that. That's not something that comes hardwired in their brains. They have to learn that. Um. And they have to have an outlet for it. Um, some trainers, yeah. you know, punish the dog by, you know, um, stomping their foot at them, yelling a word, maybe doing a leash correction, um, shocking them for, for chewing, yelling at them. Um, or barking. Or barking. Um, these behaviors are natural, so we just have to show them where – they and can when. where and when it's appropriate and also acknowledge as a dog owner or a cat owner that you know what i have a dog i don't have a human and dogs do dog or a robot exactly a lot of people just want a robot everyone yeah um i'm sorry but i don't want my dog to be perfectly behaved and walk right next to me on a walk and sit when I stop and just constantly be obsessed with me and never leave, leave my side. I don't, 
that takes the fun out of having a dog. Like, to me, yeah, part of the fun of a dog is laughing at them doing dog stuff. Like, the other day, her dog got on the table, the coffee table. And, like, obviously, that's not going to be allowed. But that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Like, so we're going to snap a pic. Yeah. And that that's the funny part of having a dog. You know? He did, like, he's funny. Oh, wait. Like, on the chewing? Mm. For people who say, like, oh, well, he just chews all, all the toys. So, like, whatever. Or... Oh, we can't have any toys because he just always. Okay, no, you have to get more. Sorry. Yeah. You have to. Con- you mm-hmm. constantly have to be buying more than, or you know what? You have to pay. They really do make those chew um, proof ones. If you're a chew proof company and you want us to shout you out, we will. I know some that I'm thinking of, but I don't want to say it because you know <laughs> we're working for royalties here. But no, like you have to. You like you have to yeah. give your dog toys. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. So. Or, like, I don't want to give them the stuffed ones because they rip them apart. No, like, you, sorry. Yeah, go. You so, um, <laughs> dogs, a lot of dogs like to destroy things. My dog yes. loves to destroy. So, you know what? He has a few really durable, like, rubber toys, and he gets his bones and all that and his Kongs. But I'm not going to spend $15, $20 on a stuffed animal because he's going to rip it up. So, yeah. I. I buy him the ones at PetSmart in the in the discount bin. They're oh, don't don't say don't say their name. Oh, oh. Not unless they're gonna give us money. You're right. You're right. So go to your pet store. Go to the discount <laughs> bin. Um, a dollar, two dollars. And what if it gets all over your floor, then okay. Yeah. Like get over it. Fluff. Like whatever. So sniffing is another really important one for dogs. A lot of people want their dogs to walk with them in a perfect heel position. Head up. <laughs> Head up, staring at them. Oh, um, not paying any mind to any dogs, any people, whatever. Um, that's... I'm, like, uncomfortable you know, just thinking about it. I know. Like, people teach their dogs heel. Heel is a really great behavior for your dog to know. Um, if I'm walking at a busy park, right, and I mm-hmm. need him next to me because there's a bunch of distractions... And I know that he's gonna. I know he's gonna get distracted. Heel would be really useful because he's right next to me. He's making eye contact with me, and I'm rewarding him a lot along the way. But then yeah. once we're out of that situation where I need his attention, then we're back on a walk. Heel, heel isn't. Me- you're not. You you don't walk your dog in heel. Heel is for quick instances of I need your attention. Stay right by me. Quick. Yeah, and a lot of people don't. Um, a lot of people, like, forget that the walk is, like, literally the dog's only, um, entertainment. And, like, you know, try to rush them, like, come on, like, you're stopping at everything. Yeah, okay, they're, like. (laughs) Yeah, like, literally, the dog's brain is pretty much, I don't know, the percent, but (laughs) a lot devoted to their sense of smell. So if you really want to tire your dog out. Um, mm. to the park on like a 50 foot leash and just let them sniff. Yeah. Them and like, sniff. if you're trying to go for exercise, then take them on two walk, like take them on a walk. That's for them mm-hmm. that they can stop and sniff everything and then take them on like, and, and then really take them for your jog or whatever. 
Exactly. Yeah. So obviously physical exercise is still important. We can't every single walk, your dog can't be stopping for 10 minutes to sniff every two feet, obviously. So, you know, those are, those are separate things, you know, and teach them what you mean by let's go. A lot of it is also letting your dog Mm -hmm. stop and sniff when they want to sniff, but also, okay, it's been five Mississippi seconds. Let's go. Or like make them accept, like, just be like, come on. Like, why? Like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I'm never going to get mad at her for sniffing. I might be like, come on, come on. Like try to encourage her to hurry the fuck up. (laughs) But I'm not going to be like, Come on. Exactly. Imagine. Exactly. Yeah, people do that all the time. People are dragging their dog. Oh, and it's like, oh my, just go home then. Exactly. Or like, give me the dog. Yeah. I think people need to learn how to walk dogs. So people mm-hmm. don't learn how to walk their dog. And then it's just, oh yeah, they don't know how to walk on a leash. So. And then the dog doesn't get walked. Yeah. Which makes the behavior, which makes it even worse. So like, no, you just, you just you didn't teach them how to walk Mm -hmm. and just like the chewing inappropriate things dogs don't come hardwired knowing to not pull on a leash um yeah they don't know that and a lot of times we actually teach them to pull on a leash by when they pull pull. Mm -hmm. And, and loose leash walking is very 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 challenging to teach and maintain in a dog. It takes a lot of work. Google it and, and do it. Please. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to add this. Oh, yeah. Add, add. Loose leash walking does not involve um, a prong collar or a choke collar. Teaching loose leash walking does not involve punishment <laughs> in any way. Well, I just, I can't control my dog if I don't use that. All right. Um, (laughs) Come to me then. (laughs) No, but like, seriously. Like, really. It's about patience. And again, it's about realizing that it's a a dog. I think (sighs) that's really the, the thing that people forget. Um dogs i thought of another natural behavior what jumping Mm, okay do you want to talk about it yeah i i personally hate when people get triggered when their (laughs) dogs jump um on people well okay let me rephrase i feel like you should understand that if your dog is excited especially to see you they're going to do a little jump on you. Mm-hmm. And if your dog is meeting somebody new, they're going to probably jump on them because they're happy. Yeah. We do want to teach our dogs manners, but again, w- within reason, and again, remembering that they're dogs. Yeah. So, you know, yes, of course. Teach your dog not to jump, okay? Teach your dog not to jump on you first. You know, reinforce them when they're not jumping. Super easy. And again, it just takes time. And punishment for that and getting frustrated. Doesn't make any sense. Again, like if you have a young dog, it's going to jump and it's going to 
take a while to break that habit if it's already developed. So just, you know what, accept it. And it, Well, it, and another thing is like, if because it is a natural behavior, if you never let the dog exercise that, it's going to be stressed out. So like, teach him not to jump on people. But don't also don't get mad at them when they're jumping like, you know, if it's not a big deal in the moment, then then why are you trying to make it? You know, yeah, I think a problem. So I'm just going to elaborate a little bit on why jumping is a natural behavior. Yeah. Go ahead. In case the viewers are curious. Yeah. They, know, you know, they're trolling us right now. Like, no, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Um, so dogs are obviously descendants of wolves. Mm. Right? Um, so in a wolves, actually, the, the mama wolf will come back from the hunt. Ooh. The parents. Oh, maybe it's the dad. Damn, I don't know. <laughs> Mom or the dad? So whoever wolf, parent wolf, comes back from the hunt, right? And when they're pups, they lick the parent's mouth to... Um, oh, dachshunds do that! Mm-hmm. To get the parent to regurgitate the food. Yes! How they eat. So stemming from that, it has also become an appeasement behavior. It means licking the face of another animal like, of a, of a wolf, of a dog, is very, like, I'm friendly, I mean you no harm, hi, like, I don't mean you any harm. And, and it, then it stemmed from that initial, I'm licking my parents' mouth to get them wow. to regurgitate food. So our dogs want to jump on us because they want to reach our faces, because they want to lick us. So it is a natural behavior for them. You know, I'm not... I'm not saying, obviously, let your dog jump. I'm just saying don't get so upset when your dog jumps. And it's super manageable. Put your dog on a leash if they're meeting an old person and they're a jumper. Put your dog behind a baby gate. Or you know what? Don't get a dog. Yeah. like <laughs> I like that one. I don't know. I knew someone who um, their dog jumped on people when she got excited. And... It was literally one jump. Like, it was not a big deal. And, again, like, super trainable. Jumping is super trainable and super manageable. No need to get upset. It means your dog loves people. What a freaking issue. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So this person, like, she would put a leash on her dog, which is, you know, I recommend people do that too, to manage the behavior first. And anytime the dog went to jump, snap, leash correction. And, and, uh, <laughs> do people know what leash correction means? Because I don't. Okay. Yeah. So a leash correction is when you um, basically just snap the leash on the dog's neck. So I imagine, you know, you're walking your dog on a collar and you jerk it. And that's a correction. So, a lot of times people will put on different collars, either a choke collar, a prong collar, or um, a martingale collar to get, I, I, you know, I can't even, I don't even know how they, like, what the words are because I don't use it. Um, <laughs> but that's what you use to, quote, correct, leash correct a dog. So this person would, would correct her every single time she went to jump on someone. And, you know, that is, first of all, like, why are you choking your dog? Um, second of all, <laughs> the, the repercussions of that is just insane. It's, you think that you're correcting the dog for jumping, 
But now that dog, they just made the connection that every time a person comes over, I get jerked in the neck. I don't like mm. people anymore. So what did you just create? A fearful dog. And what can that fearful dog do? Hmm. Defensive aggression. And now you just created a dog that is going to potentially lunge and bite and snap and growl and power at people. You made this fun-loving dog who wants to jump on people afraid. Good job. Good job. Proud of you. I, I guess love it when you talk like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> people like that think that just because – so now that dog is cowering, right? She's cowering. She <laughs> is cowering and lip-licking and exhibiting every <laughs> – <laughs> Because the dog is no longer jumping, they think they did their job. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Environmental. Oh. So, you want to talk about that? While I can, you know, cool down a little bit? <laughs> um, yeah, so basically we kind of talked about this a little bit already. So, our dogs are getting some different... Um, activities, some different scenes. Um, again, if you're, it, you could be playing with your dog all day long in the house, like literally doing laps with him. But it's really important as we've been all been learning through this coronavirus. Um, it's important to get out of the house, change of scenery, doing different things, even literally just a stroll around in the car, like even just put them in the car. You don't even, let's say it's raining and you have a, um, your cars in your garage. You don't even have to get out of the house because you could just go mm -hmm. in your pajamas, put the dog in the car, open the garage door, drive mm -hmm. around. Go They're for getting, a trip. Well, yeah, go, go for a drive. Maybe get some drive through if you're hungry. Go to the bank, you know, bring them somewhere that you don't have to get out of the car. Mm -hmm. Or don't, just go around the block. They're getting new smells. Going for a walk in the car doesn't mean that you're going on an extravagant walk, like a special walk at the river at on a hike. You can literally drive them to two blocks over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's a whole new world of smells for them. Yeah. Doesn't and, have to be a production. And let's say you're like really busy today and oh my God, like I'm so busy. But walk them down, like walk them to the, end of the block mm -hmm. yeah literally <laughs> literally I hope it doesn't sound like we're saying you have to run a five mile hike with your dog every day of your life at a different every day of your life because that's not what we're saying it's just little little things that you can do every day that will make such a big difference next part of enrichment would be companionship and bonding and I think sometimes, especially when we're so focused on the other aspects of enrichment, we might forget to just take a step back and just sit down and relax with your dog. Um, how often do you really just sit down and pet your dog? And None of our images look? have people interacting with dogs. Oh, well, it counts. <laughs> so for dogs that might not be just any dog, interact with your dog, pet them, play with them, do one-on-one -on -one things with your dog. Not every dog likes the company of other animals. 
you're around your dog, but are you spending time with your dog? Okay. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that our dogs just aren't existing in our homes. Oh, yes. We want to make sure that they're an active, Say it you know, again. make sure our dogs aren't <laughs> existing. Don't just do things for your dog. Do things with your dog. Mm-hmm. Not taking them to the park or out for a good sniff because oh, it's just a chore for the dog. No, like do it. Like have fun with your dog. And like these images, we're just trying to show like, it's important for your for your animal to have companionship and interact with other animals too. You don't have to have five dogs, but you can make an effort to have a play date with some dogs. And you know, I also want to mention if you have a dog that's not playful with other dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Pay close attention to make sure, like, just because your dog is neutral doesn't mean that they're enjoying it. Ooh. So a lot of times people will bring their dog to the dog park and their dog, they're not aggressive. They're not going after anybody, but they're just standing there and they're, and they're stressed because they don't like it. So really pay attention to your individual dog and um, realize that just because they're tolerating another dog doesn't mean that they're enjoying it. So um, just be mindful of that. And if you do have one of those dogs that doesn't enjoy other dogs, cool not a problem you know that's not they're not a bad dog um we kind of already talked about toys but just like quickly making sure you have stimulation for them rotating the toys a lot of people we just have a toy bin full of toys and they never touch them so you know you, you First of all, you have to engage with your dog. So, yeah. you know, they're not just going to... That's what happens with cats. People have cat toys and it's like, oh, they don't want it. Yeah, because cats are not naturally playful. They, you have to act like it's a hunting thing. Mm-hmm, exactly. So get on the floor with them, engage them with the toys, mm-hmm. put only leave three or four toys out a day and then rotate them every few days. So then, you know, the novelty stays there longer and not all dogs love stuffed toys okay so find out what your dog likes and provide them with that um or you have to just keep looking for toys that they like yeah like Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) no exactly um no i don't want to walk into anybody's house and not see the house with toys yeah sorry Exactly. Um, your dog likes to destroy. Let them destroy. Yes. Like, like cause if they're not destroying toys, then they're going to destroy your, your house. Exactly. And then you're going to get mad. Exactly. And we don't want to hear about it. <laughs> well, and no. here's another thing. People with multiple dogs, if your dogs like to fight over toys or guard them, then have a space where they can each play with their own toys. Yeah, you can use barriers for that, baby gates, you know, toy time, one dog goes in the kitchen, one dog goes in the living room. There's still ways for dogs who might resource guard to enjoy toys. I just think the main point to take home here is just take a little extra effort every day to do something small. And if that something small is scatter feeding your dog's food, then mm-hmm. do that. Just enrich their life. 
you know, get a freaking up. piece of string and play with your cat. Yeah. I don't care if your cat is 10 years old. He will play with it. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is dogs need to be enriched. And if you don't want to do it, then you have to find a way to do it. And if that means paying for a daycare or a dog walker or something, some other service, then that just, it is what it is. Spend yeah. that money. You know, you Stimulate don't... the economy. Everybody just got $1,200. Yes, except me, but you know. And you know of... what? You're not a hero for rescuing your dog and you're not a hero for feeding your dog good quality food mm-hmm. or for mm-hmm. having really expensive toys and stuff. Um, you're not a hero for taking them on a walk once a day. You have to do what you think is above and beyond to even get what is like the bare minimum. Yeah. That makes sense. Is your dog old? Is your dog 15? Because that enrichment for a 15-year-old is going to look a lot different than for a 15-month-old. Yeah, and it still needs to be there. Exactly. I have a 15-year-old dog. He lives with my parents. A lot of food enrichment. He does a lot of puzzle toys. He does his Kongs. He does his treat balls. He does his puzzle bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, to stimulate his mind. He go- goes on his walks just around the block, but every day. But you and know? slowly because he likes to sniff. And he, yeah, Wait, he loves. Where are we sniff. rushing to? Nowhere. Okay, exactly. Um, and my my year old, that wouldn't suffice with my one year old. My one year old. My one year old. So for him, his enrichment is a lot more physical and just more than my 15-year-old, you know? Um, individual know. dogs, um, it all depends. Um, also, if you think this is too long, like, I will not be offended if you watch this on double speed. Personally, <laughs> I watch, I listen to everything on double speed, too. I just can't. Yeah. So definitely go ahead and do that. Also, um, you can skip out Sarah's parts. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't really... What? Especially when I get um, heated, you know? <laughs> no, those are the best parts. Oh, and also, if you, like, have an animal question or you need help with your animal, like, definitely shoot us an email. Um, or if you just... have a topic that you want us to talk yes. about. Yes. Um, you can reach us at sarahabby.veganadventures at gmail.com. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's... That's a wrap. That's we were talking about how long it was, and now we're. Oh um... no! Shit. <laughs> All right, um, we'll work problem. on it. We'll work oh. on it. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. All right. Signing out. All right. <laughs> <laughs>